0: Welcome to Witches Being Witches, spiritual besties chatting all things stars, skin, science, sex, and self-love. I'm Tara, Ayurvedic consultant, cosmic witch, and Vedic
1: astrologer. And I'm Emily, qualified naturopath, holistic skin witch, and founder of natural skin and lifestyle brand, The Purist Collection.
0: Witches Being Witches is for the woman who is ready to reclaim her power, dares to take up space, and expresses herself
1: fully. A witch is a woman who embraces nature, its cycles, and knows that she is magic. Welcome, Welcome, fellow fellow witch. witch. We are so happy you are here.
0: This episode is proudly brought to you by The Purist Collection, a luxury naturopath-formulated skin, body, and lifestyle brand supporting you with herbal medicine, flower aroma, and crystal therapy because what you put on your body is just as important as what you put in it. Available online at thepuristcollection.com. That's the, with Purist, P-U-R-I-S-T, collection.com.
1: Okay, let's get into today's episode.
0: Welcome to episode 36, The Laws of the Universe.
1: I'm so excited for you to run us through this.
0: Yes, the rules of the game of life. Ooh. Cool. So, yeah, I'm excited to... Yeah, this is going to be a bit of a deep one, mm. um, a little bit mystical.
1: I love it. I feel like your topics always are, and it's <laughs> so cool. I'm excited, really excited to hear. Um, I feel like I'm aware of a few of the laws of the universe. Yeah,
0: well, the law of attraction, I yes. think, yes, you know, it's only one of the 12 yeah. laws, and I think that has got, you know, the most
1: publicity. Totally. Yes, so, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I think it's really important to ex- start exploring these. Mm. Some of them that you're already doing, some that we yes. can put more attention on. Yeah, and like I said, then we can really because it's about creating uh, our life, mm. our reality. Mm. And so, like I said, like if we know the rules of the game, then yeah. we know how to bend to the play rules. It. Yeah. And play
1: it, yeah, yeah, and how to make the universe work for us yeah as well. yeah totally Great. sorry um, what is new with you so um when i got back from my trip which feels like a lifetime away now um i got back and i while i had been away had received um the notification that i needed to move out of my space in Fremantle, which is where my business and Paris collection has been housed for the last three and a bit years um I had my clinic room in there before I moved to Floralia where I'm working now. Um, And yeah, so I had my my shop front and my clinic room in there and my um, manufacturing and all of my storage in there. And because I live in a small apartment, um, I had also stored quite a lot of my personal stuff in the warehouse as well. So um, there was a hundred square meters and like eight years of my life everything from like personal life to Mm. like relationships to career to business and i think um eclipse season definitely kind of like amplified that and i also don't think i realized how emotional it was clearing everything out
0: yeah um, and
1: moving things and like letting go of things and selling things and yeah storing things like it yeah it's huge it was a huge task like physically but then also emotionally Emotionally, like it really hit me um and definitely had me feeling pretty overwhelmed for a good couple of weeks there but i um i actually finished clearing it all out and my lease ended um with the end of eclipse season so yeah the that full moon um that we had a couple of weeks back
0: Yeah, and when you were voice messaging me, I was just (laughs) thinking in my mind as you were telling me everything that was happening, I was just like, this is so eclipse energy,
1: like it's wild. Yeah, yeah. There was just so much to do and so much to think about. And um, I know, like we spoke about in our episode, um, our last episode a couple of weeks ago, like for me, like receiving and asking for help is always a struggle, but you can't move out 100 square metres of stuff by yourself so Mm, asking for and receiving help um, I definitely got to put into practice Um, and yeah I'm really excited for the whole premise of you know one door closes and another door opens absolutely um, to play out
0: and I think it's going to be a huge shift Em and I'm really excited to see yeah what you know because you've created this space now yes I think energetically that was taking so much from you
1: Oh, 100% and I didn't even fully realise and like there's still, you know, um, things with that business that I still want to navigate and um, yeah, I guess I can update everyone as we go. And as I know what's happening, <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely I was like lugging around a lot of weight and I think I'd put off for a really long time um, actually sorting out that warehouse space because when I stopped practicing in there, um, I kind of wasn't really utilizing it. Like it was just mm. sitting there as really like warehouse storage space for quite some time. Um, and that's why it's so eclipsed mm. because the universe made you move. Yeah, Like you so were just happy to, to like... With. Sit on it Yeah. think yeah. about
0: it. It can just stay how it is. Yeah. There's so much else going on. Yes, but exactly. The universe is just
1: like, Emily We're dealing with this You now. need to <laughs> sort this out. Exactly. And yeah, I think it is um it's funny, like, yeah, how sometimes we feel safer playing small.
0: Yes.
1: And I feel like I'm I'm definitely ready to let go of some of the energy that I did and, you know, some of the energetic weight. And to open myself up to whatever comes next. But um mm. I think there's also like some element of I don't know if fear is the right word to use. Yeah, but of course because change
0: is scary. Exactly. And like that that anything unknown is like more anxiety mm-hmm, causing mm-hmm. and then like not knowing. Yeah. So Yeah. But I think like we can have fun with it and reframe it as exciting as well. Like, totally. let's see what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the hardest thing about manifestation is creating the space and it's not talked yes. about enough. Yes, absolutely. And, yeah, you've created this space. So, yeah, yeah awesome.
1: Watch this space. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's been happening for you T? Well, for me, on this theme of clearing out, uh, I've been really um, inspired, especially over this eclipse to really clean up the house. And, you know, we've had um, my previous feng shui mentor on the podcast before Mm. and how I really feel that that is a cosmic fast forward and it has really sped up my manifestations in life. And Mm. so I'm really focusing on that at the moment inside the home and outside the home. And I was voice noting you this, Mm. Em, but my shoes in my shoe closet always replicate what is happening in my life. You can tell a lot what's going on in my shoe closet. And previously, um, maybe six months ago, I said to my mentor at the time, I said, I just want to get rid of all my shoes And she was like, that's because you don't want to go over the same paths that you've already walked down. You want something completely new. You want to, you know, break out. And so that felt really true to me. Mm -hmm. And then um, same with I had some shoes that I had to get Mm rehealed and like some that were, you know, just needed things replaced. Mm -hmm. And I then realized that i wasn't ready for opportunities if they came to me because like i didn't have my shoes ready like i wasn't ready to go so i just needed to get things like that energetically it's just you know how that whole thing about um anything that's scuffed or marked you Mm -hmm. need to like that's very basic 101 feng shui but the other day i was driving and i was like i couldn't get clarity uh, on something and I was like I just feel like that is a theme in my life at the moment like I just feel a bit held back I feel like I've got the handbrake on a little bit mm. I'm gonna look at my shoes
1: <laughs>
0: they will hold the answers <laughs> yeah and I looked at my shoes and I had in how they displayed one shoe was facing one way and the other the backwards and I was like, no wonder I feel like stuck. I'm going one way and the other yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And so so now there I made my um, my little sister help me like rearrange them all to <laughs> face the right way, made my husband's face the right way. So we're both going in the yeah. right direction. Yeah. So watch this space. I feel like mm. that has been, uh, you know, a change. So mm. and energetically when I've made changes like that in the house, I have to say, and I laugh about this all the time, because as much as I don't want to think that feng shui or vatsu or whatever you follow mm. is real, mm. it is so it real.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a science of space, right? Yeah. And how interesting that we've both kind of gone through um, changes in our spaces. And yeah. I guess, well, I don't know, here in Australia, obviously it's springtime, so like that mm. spring cleaning concept as well kind of t- all ties into this, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's so
0: powerful how our spaces and environment impacts us, our yeah. mood. It is just wild. Yeah. And so it's something that I'm always really conscious of.
1: Mm. Yeah, and I, I think we can't ignore how much our spaces, you know, not only hold what's material to us and also how much, um, you know, energy and energetics and emotions and memories and everything that's stored in spaces too. Mm. And I think we quite often forget that because it's not the same
0: yeah Mm. yeah i love that so Mm. true well before we get into the episode i just want to give a little bit of a cosmic weather update yes so we have a new moon on the 22nd 24th but actually depending where you are the 23rd 24th Mm -hmm. Um, So this is a new moon in the sign of Scorpio. And just keep in Mm. mind that I do work with the Vedic sidereal. So what is happening above us right right now? Mm. So what we want to keep in mind with the moon whenever it's in Scorpio is that the moon is debilitated in Scorpio, and we have to remember that the moon represents our mind and our emotions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we want to keep that in mind. So Scorpio energy is very transformational. It's passionate. It's very intense. It's also intuitive. And it's also very mysterious, but we want to just keep in mind that potentially it can be an emotional time for us because of that debilitation, the moon being there. So as we know, the new moon is a really good time to plant the seeds. When we look at the Scorpio, it rules the eighth house. So it's all to do with intimacy. It's around um, sex and shared finances and loans and assets and also um, joint ventures and yeah, joint resources. So we can make um, new intentions around these areas of our life. Mm. And the the Scorpio energy is around what's hidden as well. So that can relate to our self-expression. Where are we needing to speak our truth? Where can we um, develop more skills in our self-mastery, our self-empowerment mm-hmm. and yeah, just expressing our emotions in general. So that's the focus of the Scorpio new moon.
1: I, in vedic and western interestingly Mm. um my only sign that is the same for both is my moon sign which is scorpio Mm. so does the fact that my moon sign is scorpio does what power does this hold with it being a scorpio new moon if any
0: yeah so this is really you're going to really feel this and
1: um <laughs> and, I know and I was i like is this a good thing or like should I be scared?
0: No, I think it's really great energy. I think everyone's okay. <laughs> um kind of scared of the Scorpio energy, but it's that deep transformation. Mm. So mm. This is transformational energy, and you want to be planting seeds mm. of transformation. Mm. Like really thinking about you, Emily. Where does she want to go? Yeah. What, like how does she want to develop? So I think this is a really powerful time mm. for you to create that space and set down your yeah. intentions about yeah what you want, yeah and yeah and then plan out how to get there.
1: Oh, that's cool. And actually, yeah, quite um relevant with the timing. Like I've made that space now. Yeah. Or, you know, cleared a lot of space in my life and yeah. business and career and everything. And now, yeah, I guess mm. I can start to think today and in the coming days about, um yeah, which seeds I want to plant.
0: Yeah. And it's also the house of the occult as well. So Ooh. divination, Ooh. so getting out those tarot cards, doing like a spread that yeah. type of thing oh, yeah perfect love it done <laughs> uh, so let's get in our episode today so yeah I want to speak about the the laws of the universe and if you only just come across this just now that is fine <laughs> <laughs> but let's just walk through these and yeah, some of them, like we said, you'll be expressing in, in your life already, some that you'll have more awareness of than others. But basically, like Em and I said at the start, we want to know the rules of the game. So if we consider the the universe or Earth as, you know, where we are, the game, then learning the rules and, you know, the universal laws, this is really going to help us. It's going to allow us to not only survive, but thrive.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And so I think this is a very empowering information to know. And they're also known not only as the, the laws of the universe, but the spiritual laws. So... This is related to our well-being, our happiness, and our success. So this is kind of like the formula that we want to play with. Mm. So every time we're sort of not in alignment to the universal rules, that's when we can get that resistance and things can, can become more difficult. And it's also when our manifesting or our goals you know, suddenly won't um, will will take more effort uh, and not flow as easy. So, really, knowing the twelve laws of the universe has been in my life the greatest uh, manifestation tool. Mm. Because like Emma and I said, the law of attraction is only one of the 12 rules that is talked about. And that is, you know, very much about getting what we want. Mm. And so if we have awareness of all 12 rules, like this is just going to amplify your practice. So
1: potent.
0: Yeah. So let's dive into it. The first rule, and I guess the overarching rule, um, or the law, I should say, is the law of divine oneness. So this is a theory that everything is connected. So mm. everything, the other people, us with the earth, the cosmos, mm-hmm. like it is all connected and everything, um, Em and I talk about this a lot, but everything you think, you say, you do, you believe, it affects the whole. And so it really affects Every, everyone because we're all connected. Mm. And that is really the whole philosophy behind the divine law of oneness. So it's that ripple effect. It's how mm. your feeling is going to impact your environment and how someone else's feeling is going to impact you. Mm. Um, so thinking of yourself as part of everything around you and not separate. And when we have that, we can become more empathetic, We can become more compassionate Mm. and we can yeah, really start to tune in. And this is I really like looking at nature for this, Um, remembering that we're all inseparable and, you know, that that comes with great power and it comes with that collective mind as well. So the law of oneness is, like I said, that foundational overarching rule. And so you might have heard of those experiments that they've done with meditation and how when they do a collective meditation, they notice that crime goes down in that area over that oh, period wow. of time like mm. and so it can have these you know beautiful effects of yes we are connected mm. and we can influence each other just on that really like that small scale and that's why when we're doing our spiritual practices we always want to you know be thinking of peace and putting out joy and and love because that is affecting we're putting that out into the universe Mm -hmm. and so all of us are going to benefit from those um effects
1: yeah yeah
0: uh the second law is the law of vibration so the law of vibration is basically the law that Everything is a vibration. Mm. So obviously, this is now supported by quantum physics. Mm. But that every particle in the universe is in, you know, carries energy, and from, of course, I'm going to say from the planets and the stars, um, but it also applies to, you know, the desk that you're sitting at, or you know, the car that you're driving in, Mm. and. Everything has its own specific energy. So we, in that thought, we need to consider what we can do to heighten your energy frequency.
1: Mm.
0: So this comes back to manifestation. So you might have heard um, jo, Dr. Joe Dispenza talk about how we must first match our vibration of what it is that we're looking for or what yes. we're wanting. yes. So you will attract um, to yourself the energy that is matching with your energy. Mm. So you will only attract vibrations that match your vibration. Mm. So that is why when we're, you know, for example, focusing on what it is that we want, we want to get into the vibrational state of how we feel when that has happened or we've received what it is that we want. Yeah. Yeah. And so that is a really powerful one, remembering that everything is Mm, energy mm. and tuning into that, tapping into that. And yes, there's definitely some high vibrational frequency exercises that we can do, but basically it comes down to feeling good. Yeah. Like when we're feeling good, that is a really great state to um, manifest from because... We're in a higher vibration of love or joy or gratitude. Mm. And it's not when we're in those lower vibrational states. But when we are in those lower vibrational states, we will tend to attract the lower vibrational, you mm. know, challenges mm. and things into our life. So keeping that in mind. So when you are in that more lower vibration, all it takes is just thinking, okay, what is it that would shift me right now. Can I go outside? Can I go into nature? Yeah. And really focusing on that. So basically, like I said, everything is energy, your thoughts, your beliefs, and your emotions are creating your vibration. So when you change that vibration, everything changes. Mm. So our energy needs to vibrate at that frequency, what we're seeking and tuning into that thoughts, those feelings, and really immersing ourselves in our vision. So that's why our intentions are so important. That's why I really like to cultivate a new moon practice because Mm. I'm consciously carving out that time to be really intentional. And I do that at the start of each month as well. Mm. I think about what I really want to focus on because... Otherwise, the months just go by just yeah. so quickly. And I really want to, yeah, consciously focus my, my energy and my um, attention.
1: Mm.
0: So I really think of this as in this law as the universe is like a jury. It's always listening. It's always watching and it's waiting. And it's, you know, it's wanting to be convinced that we're in the right frequency Mm. to attract what it is that we want Mm. so yeah demonstrating that and um, having that clarity of intention as well
1: Mm. i think what i really like with that law um is like the comfort that comes from remembering that everything is energy Mm -hmm. and that when we exchange things we're exchanging energy as well and i think that always helps me feel better you know, with things like money and it's like, well that's mm. an energy exchange. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. For like a, a service and then yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Exactly. Yeah. Um, number
0: three is the law of correspondence. So this is quite tied into the first rule of or the law of divine oneness. And it's the thought that there's patterns repeating throughout the universe. So there's prominent patterns and it can also be repeating on a very small scale. So that's a whole universal law that as above, so below. So Mm. what that means is that your outer world reflects your inner world and it corresponds with your dominant patterns of thinking. So again, this is why it's really important to um be mindful of you know, when we're having a negative experience recognizing that that we've got that disharmony in our inner world and that's going to reflect back to us. And this one, this rule M is so key because I think this one gets so overlooked.
1: Mm.
0: So it's really about uh, knowing that, yeah, finding, I guess like, that when you find, like like I said, when you're finding yourself having that negative experience, just like noticing that and noticing that how that's going to reflect out to you like a mirror and mm. then, you know, you have the power to change that. And yeah, it just, it's a reminder that unless you start paying attention to your thoughts and if you get stuck in that victim mentality, then that's not really going to be serving you. So Mm -hmm. your reality will change once you have awareness of that and you can change that. So becoming aware of your inner world and whatever you do on that micro level, Mm -hmm. that's going to correspond with the macro level. And I think that is very much about taking responsibility for our life and, yeah, not having that victim mentality. So, you know, when you realise that, everything in your life you have created Mm. and take Mm. that responsibility on, like Mm. the good and bad. So wherever you are in life right now, you have created that. Yeah, That is a lot of people want to run away from that and want to blame and say, no, this happened to me. And yes, I understand that I'm not spiritually bypassing. What I want to just say is that... Where the power comes from is taking that power back and going, no, I can create this. Yes, this has happened, but this is how I'm going to have awareness now and create my life.
1: That self-empowerment. Yeah. Does this play out as well? Like I always think of like correspondence, like messages and I, what you said about like as above, um, so below, mm. and I'm thinking about yeah. how this plays out in like uh, health ailments when, you know, there's that um, belief that underlying yes. each physical ailment, there's that emotional or thought or behaviour or something that's kind of contributing to that. Yes. Would that be the same? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so when our am. body throws up those physical symptoms, yeah, the law of correspondence. Is yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sending us a message. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, interesting.
0: Um, so, yeah, it just goes to show with this uh, law, particularly that our inner world is where we have our power. Yeah. And, like, we were speaking about the, the feminine energy, about being, like, self-sourced mm-hmm. and um, seeking those answers within mm. and gaining that strength there. And then noticing that the outer world is just a reflection of that. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever is going on inside Mm. is replicating. So if we're feeling chaotic inside our Mm. body, Mm -hmm. then it's most likely that the chaos is going on around us as well. Yeah. So, and like you said, Em, especially when that goes for health as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then going into the most talked about is law number four, the law of attraction. So we know this one well. So this is like attracts like. So it directly relates to our ability to create events, people and things that we manifest into our life. So again, that owning the vibrational power of our words and whatever you voice you will attract Mm -hmm. we've talked about that before so being you know that old saying that man only dares to use his words for three purposes to heal bless or prosper and that is very much the law of attraction so remembering that our words have magical power and Mm. that they can and you know as witches Mm. they can you know be creating spells we're literally creating spells with our words yeah so being, we did that whole episode on that yeah too. yeah yeah so and that's why as well you can see when people are having those experiences like those bad experiences they're in that lower vibration they're going to start attracting more of that downward spiral more of those negative and, you know, everyone's been in this where they're like, oh, what else can go wrong? Yes. You know, that kind of And energy. then bang, something else. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, yeah, this. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and the same on the other scale, though, is when yeah. you're having a really great time. Things are going so well. Yeah. It's like I always say to the universe, show me how it can get better. Yes, I love um, that. And, and leaning into that when you're in that high vibrational state and, and remembering that everything is cyclical, you know, we can't yeah. go on those high yes. highs forever, but, yes. you know, maximising when we're in those streaks
1: yeah. to to really call it in. I really like um, that affirmation that you just used and I really like working with one, which I guess works, you know, despite when we're out. Um, energetically that day and frequency wise that day. But um, when I wake up, I really like to ask the universe, how good is it going to get today? Yeah. I love that. And like then, you know, no matter what's going on in my life, like it's um, okay, cool. Show me. Yeah. Yeah. Show me how good today can get.
0: Yeah. That's such a good mindset to start. I love that. Mm. Um, law number five is the law of inspired action. So this is very um, much about how we must actively pursue our goals. Mm-hmm. So you hear this a lot in the manifestation practice, and this is where it's come from, that inspired action. So, you know, it's not just visualizing or um, thinking about that goal or having a positive attitude towards it. Um that is just the law of attraction the law of inspired action is very much about taking that inspired steps towards what it is that you want so if it's you know a relationship or your a job or something like that mm. it's about really showing the universe like that saying actions speak louder than words so you know yeah. we've just talked about words but now we're wanting to ground that and anchor it into okay how are you going to do this? And I really feel like this is overlooked because action creates clarity. Mm. So whenever we're unclear about something, if we're just taking action, like one small step, doing Mm. something, then the next step is going to reveal itself. Mm. So it's very much about, okay, yes, I don't know exactly how it's going to happen, but I'm going to do one step forward mm. to to my dream life like this is what it looks like yeah and it's that compound effect as well mm. so and then we get into law number six, which is the law of perpetual transmission of energy. So I'm going to break this one down. Yes, please. <laughs> so this is really around the concept that everything is in a constant flux. Mm. And so you can't see all the changes because many are existing on the that cellular or the atomic mm. level, but it is very much about the The fundamental of this law is about how you can trigger positive change. So when we think about that, it's if you're vibrating at a low frequency and exposing yourself to a high frequency of happy, of being happy and things mm. like that, you've been able to change your energy. Mm. So this is like how you can change and alter any condition Mm -hmm. so it's again coming back to that empowerment so that your energy can change it's not um stuck it is in constant movement so if you are feeling stuck then we want to do movement yeah and so remembering that you have the ability to change um your experience if you're not satisfied with something then if you're in that law of vibrational frequency you can change it you can Mm -hmm. get into that higher vibrational state so it's remembering this law that you have this available to you that Mm -hmm. everything is in that transmutation of energy so Mm -hmm. everything is in that constant flux like we said it's going you know that breathing in breathing um you know breathing out like Mm -hmm. that flux so knowing that at any point in time that you can apply this principle and you can you can change
1: um what state you're in and where you're at mm. I kind of like um I just kind of had this like vision of you know like some people say that the universe is like a massive simulation yes um and like yeah how cool that like we have the power to change what's happening yes, us, yes. like you would in like a simulation type game yeah and I think um. For some people,
0: that can be really scary and some it can be yeah. really empowering. Yeah. But I always look at I think that's very empowering. Yeah. If I can change, yeah, the the direction yeah. and what I want, then... Yeah, if
1: it's there there for you to change, like, why would you not? Like, yeah. Especially if you're experiencing something that's Discomfort, not... right That you are challenge. able to change, like, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think that is empowering to think that... We can have what it is that we desire. Yeah. Um, it's available. Yeah. It's like
1: playing the Sims. Like Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I Gabe. can control my Sim. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's um, what comes to my head. Tara's having this like very deep, like philosophical discussion and my mind goes to the Sims. <laughs> I love that. It's so Balance. relatable. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, Law number seven is the law of karma. You guys know that this is my favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, So this is that law of karma is cause and effect, basically. Mm -hmm. It tells us that all our actions are going to have that corresponding reaction. So this is where we really have to have that full responsibility and accountability for our lives. And this, this is... I love this law so much because it's going to catch up with us. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so it is really thinking about every action has that equal um, equal reaction. It has that consequence, and this really, to me, keeps everything in integrity. Mm. And if we want to go really deep, you know, you could say there is people that are living, um, you know, really not great, not doing great things. Yeah. Yeah. However, when we are talking about these laws of the universe, we have to remember that um, this is also talking about reincarnation. So, yes, it might not have affected that soul in this lifetime but we don't know how that grows next lifetime
1: yeah yeah I think it's hard when you see you know someone who's really not a nice person and they just seem to everything just falls into their lap and it's like why are they never punished like why does bad stuff never happen to them yet I'm a really good person and sometimes bad things happen to me and it can be really frustrating but yeah like you said it's not as simple as
0: yeah, yeah. it definitely it will catch up with you. Mm-hmm. I definitely mm-hmm. feel that. And so it's keeping that in mind. And I think when we look at people like that through that lens, mm-hmm. it makes it more justified. Well, I know it does in my mind because I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> not that I want anything, you know, bad to happen to someone, but it's just like the universe is fair in yeah. the fact that it'll – It has to. It's a it's a it's a universal law. Like it has to. Otherwise, it would be out of balance. Yeah. And so, but what we can do, and that's the same. Like, we might be living a life full of good deeds, and we feel like, well, where is that showing in my life? Yeah. Does this pay back for me? Yeah. (laughs) And so, you know, you don't know how that is going to look in five years, ten years. Or five
1: lifetimes,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you know, it's taking that responsibility. Like, I know, like, future Tara, future Emily, you know, I would thank us, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, yeah, it's essentially that what we sow, we will eventually Mm reap. So, Mm -hmm. being responsible for everything that happens to us in our lives, so. Um, our actions, our words, our thoughts, our desires, these are all impacting karma, even the thoughts that we don't actually say out loud. Mm -hmm. So that is where, you know, practices like meditation and more of these spiritual um, practices really come into play because they're really focusing on how we can start burning off and alleviating our karma. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's deeper. But Refer back to the karma episode. Yeah, the information. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for displaying. <this, laughs> um, so, and and for this, like I know, Em and I were like poking fun of the the karma, but karma is not meant to be a punishment. And mm. I had talked about that in my karma episode. But it's really here for our education, like our soul evolvement. So it's so we can learn that, mm. you know. There, there is suffering that is attached to something when you aren't doing it with the right intentions mm. or you have caused someone else pain. Um, that's a learning experience. Yeah. Otherwise, if there wasn't that karmic law, we would just be going around doing whatever we wanted yeah. all the time without any yeah. re- regard. Yeah. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. Mm.
1: Um,
0: then law eight is the law of compensation. So, and I love this law, it's what you, um, you will receive what you put out basically. Mm. So similar to the law of attraction, but with a focus on the idea that compensation can come in many forms. Mm. So a lot of, in our modern society, we always think about compensation in terms of money, but mm. it, we need to look bigger than that. Mm. And, you know, when we say, Oh, I've been doing so many great things, but it's like, okay, we'll look at your friendships. Do you Mm -hmm. have really lovely Mm -hmm. friendships? Like what about your business relationships? What about opportunities coming to you? Mm -hmm. It doesn't always have to be in the form of money. Mm -hmm. And like every now and again, I will run a practice with, to um, a Japa practice to Lakshmi, which is the divine goddess of all abundance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of the time people will be like, Oh, well, I haven't, you know, attracted the money and I'm like, mm. Yeah, but what about the other abundance in your life? Yeah. And they'll be like, Oh yeah, this, this and this. Yeah. And it's just like this conditioning that we can only yes. think that it is going to come through in a specific way. Mm. So being really mindful and then being grateful for though that what we have as well.
1: Yeah. Well it's like we ask all of our guest um our guests on the podcast, like what does health is the new wealth mean to you? Yeah. And like, yeah, we can be abundant in health and so many other things. Like there's money is just such a small part of it, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and so I guess the other thing I want to say about this law is it's related to that law of cause and effect as well. However, the law of compensation really states that the reward, um or the punishment returns to us in the exact degree that we deserve. (laughs) So, you know, this is why it's important that we're really putting the effort in and knowing that whatever amount of effort that we're putting in Mm. towards something, Mm. towards someone, Mm. that is going to be returned to us in some form, in some way how reassuring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so uh, it is not only the physical actions that can create this compensation, but it's also your thoughts, emotions, and intentions. And again, this is why we go back to the meditation practices, yeah. because we want to really cultivate like our thoughts and our emotions, because mm. we don't take enough... Um, stock of these and mm. understand how they can really affect our lives because we might be doing all the right things but our thoughts and our emotions might be really sabotaging us mm. so it's important to do to look at that and have awareness mm-hmm. um, so to get more you need to give more and I want to preface that by saying it is not like burnout um, yeah. you know energy <laughs> overgive <Don't> <laughs> But it's really, I guess, doing more with less, I guess. Yeah. But, like, really it's about, yeah, increasing that value of your contribution mm-hmm. and if you earn more or receive more, um, yeah, whatever task that it is, just making sure that you give it your all
1: yeah,
0: um, and that it's going to come back to you. So yeah. – um, and let the universe surprise you in – um, in different ways, like yeah. unexpected ways. Yeah. And I think when we're looking at it through this lens and when we're really starting to focus on these universal laws, we start noticing these things and we're like, Oh yeah, I see mm-hmm. how I've mm-hmm. been rewarded for mm-hmm. that. Or I see how I've got that opportunity or that person coming into my life. Yeah. And then, yeah, we can we like can see it. Playing yeah. 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 Um, law number nine, the law of relativity. So this is all about um, all about the being neutral of the things that we see in isolation. So no person, no experience, no emotion, no action is good or bad until you look at it in comparison to something else. So, it's like a little bit of that comparison. So applying this law can, yeah, it can make us think about the tougher parts of our lives with greater compassion. So for example, if you're feeling ungrateful for um, your living situation, um, it could be because you're comparing it to someone else's. Mm. So Mm. instead of that, instead of that um, comparing, so that relativity, We should, we need to be appreciating um, what we have without comparing to something else. And this is a huge one with Instagram Mm. um, and that comparison. Mm. So it's that the law is very much about um, that we're inclined to compare things in our world, but in reality, everything is neutral and like seeing it through that neutral lens. And, um, yeah, it really comes down to our, percep- our perception and, like, how we see things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, really – and this is quite more of a deeper one of the laws. So you can always, you know, compare, like, we're talking about that life situation with someone else's. And, yeah, really thinking about um, it's not worse, it's not better, really looking at it through a neutral lens. So removing those barriers and and labeling things and accepting things as it is. And yeah, that, that's what I want to say about that. So really thinking about how you can, yeah, living, it's more about that gratitude rather than fixating on comparing, oh, they have this and I don't have that. Or, yeah, that that is very prevalent in our society today, I feel. Mm. So focus on, yeah, not focusing on how bad your situation is. Law number 10 is the law of polarity. So when we think about this law, the most important thing to remember is that everything has an opposite. So and that's how we can really understand life. So when you go through something difficult, uh, it will be this thing that helps you really, truly appreciate the good developments to come because we need to remind ourselves that we can um, be resilient in troubled times. So Mm -hmm. for example, if you're going through a really bad breakup that could be painful, it teaches you that what doesn't work for you in a relationship, and that can help you to eventually find what does. Mm. So it's those those two poles: so the good and evil, the love and hate, the attraction and disconnection. So again, we can think about the north and the south poles, and um, really that, yeah, you need to you you need to do to do to manifest is to pick one polarity and use it consistently. So if your intention has like that strong polarity, Mm. it will be strong. It's going to be a good chance that it's going to manifest. So if you're trying to attract financial abundance, you can benefit from um, really thinking about your emotional vibration and thinking about how you can um, really change your energy and your intentions around it. And then you can really you know conquer your limiting beliefs around it so yeah really thinking about that opposite Mm -hmm. and um yeah
1: i guess like you said like you know if you are going through a hard time and like um you know seeing the opportunity for resilience and learning and the goodness that can come out of the bad and i guess it shows us that you know when we think about those opposites like one can't exist without the other like we can't be happy all the time like we would have no concept of what happy is if we didn't also experience sadness at times and same with like we wouldn't know what the light was if we never experienced dark like we would never be able to appreciate the good if we didn't also experience bad right yes yeah
0: yeah yeah definitely Mm. um number 11 the law of rhythm so this one is focused on movement, but it refers to the fact that all things come in cycles and like I touched on before. So the law of rhythm is that the energy in the universe is like a pendulum. So when something swings to the right, it must swing to the left and we can and we can see this throughout history, you know, um like those extremes Mm. and so everything in existence has this dance and it's that flow and that sway so uh, you know everything is either growing or dying so you know a lot of the times when yeah you can have that picture of your mind with a pendulum and it's so far over here Mm. but then as soon as we let it go we Mm. know that it's going to go over to the other side so Um, knowing, you know, and we can really think about this when we zoom out and we can think about the cycles in economies and, you know, there's going to be the high period and there's going to be the low period and it's the same with our seasons and Mm. it's like everything has its cycles. It's the summer to the winter and it's the same with the, the flowers, you know, it's not, they're not always blooming, there's, there's cycles and- it's the same with the rhythm; how it affects us, not only the economy, um, but our health, our relationships, our spirituality, and knowing that there's like there's a rhythm in all of it. So sometimes we, you know, we might. Um, you know, lose track of one of those. But it's just like knowing that it'll come around, it will spiral, it will go back around. Mm. And so I think this is good to really think about when we zoom out to know that, yeah, everything is going in that rhythm and nothing is permanent and nothing is lasting. Mm. And so I really, you know, and we can think of that as the, the aging process as well. But mm. I really like to think of it as, yeah, with with those with the flowers blooming. We don't expect Mm -hmm. them to be blooming all the time. And, you know, we're not expecting the, um, yeah, these stages in our life to be the same and there's going to be those cycles.
1: Yeah.
0: And so enjoying what you have, while it lasts, is something yeah. that I've been really paying attention, attention to. Mm. And so, you know, I think, especially if you're in a negative cycle at the moment, mm. knowing that this is going to potentially prepare you for a really positive cycle next mm. month. Mm. And I, I know that as females with a cycle, yeah. you can yeah. relate to that. Yeah, we know <laughs> that things
1: cycle because we do. <laughs>
0: And so, yeah, not expecting that it's always going to be, um, yeah, one
1: yeah, flat line. Yeah.
0: Like it is going to have that rhythm. Yeah. Um, and it's part of the universal law yeah. to have that rhythm.
1: We've got seasons in our life, right? Yeah. Like we're not, we don't stay the same throughout our entire life. It would be weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And the last law is the law of gender. Mm. So, as you listened to in our previous episode, mm. we touched a bit on this, but it refers to the two major types of energy. So, thinking about them as the masculine and the feminine, or the yin and the yang. Mm. So, we all contain um, both energy. And it is about achieving that balance between both types in authentically living into um, who we are. Mm. And like we've just discussed with our feminine and masculine uh, episode, the feminine energy is giving and receptive. Um, inward flowing empathetic and that masculine energy is that more action orientated and outward flowing and that power of will and determination so everything in life presents itself with two sides so the right and the left brain um, one side Mm. is the logic which is related more to that masculine energy Mm. and the other side is the creativity which is related to the feminine energy and so the soul and the ego are the same way so the soul is present and calm Mm. and um whereas the ego is dominant and forceful so more that masculine and the
1: soul is more
0: that feminine that we can think of
1: wow i've never ever thought of that or made that connection, but it makes so much sense. Like yeah. the ego constantly trying to attach like logic to things yeah, and make sense of things. Whereas that feminine soul, just like, yeah. Yeah. And you just Always, get this guidance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Flowing fluid. Yeah. That mm. makes so much sense. Yeah. And yeah, it's important that we
0: like Em and I have discussed that it's not, you know, books to just gender or gender roles. Yeah. Um, it is very much about the energies and understanding that everything and everyone has that feminine energies, um, even males and females. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like you said about, like, two sides of the coin, like if we didn't yeah. have, two, have two sides, there would be no coin.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So those are the official 12. Yeah laws of the universe yeah. so you can see how they really interweave with each other they overlap with each other totally yeah and it's about really focusing on how you can how you can tweak them Mm. into your life Mm. like there might have just been one or two points that you're Mm. like oh yeah i i need to like up my game on that which will make such a difference so i like to really revisit these 12 universal laws and just really see especially if my manifestations aren't coming through Mm. i like to see where potentially Mm. i'm not um, applying mm, these mm.
1: these laws into my life yeah. and just like really tighten them up. Yeah, I think my biggest takeaways are like you know, be a good person. Yeah, <laughs> operate at a high fre- you know frequency, energetic frequency as often as you can. Mm. Ask the universe for what you want. Meet it halfway, um, and know that what you do has impact, and that you will be compensated or punished accordingly Mm. you'll be trialed accordingly (laughs) amazing you summarize that in like
0: (laughs) 30 seconds or we're done (laughs) here
1: but yeah but yeah it all makes sense and as you said like it's yeah um, so interweaved.
0: Yeah. And it is like you say, and it's just about being conscious about our actions. That's, yeah. that's the real thing. And that's why, you know, we're doing this podcast because we, we want to be, um, conscious creating mm. our lives and understanding, you know, and curious of why we do the things that we do yeah. and, um, yeah, self-improvement and that yes. self-mastery. Yes. And yeah, that, that's what this this whole mission here is about for a soul evolvement and how we can lean into that and really
1: maximize this life and the lives around us as well yeah exactly i think that's really beautiful thank you thank you so much that was amazing and such good and powerful reminders definitely thank you em i hope that you enjoyed the episode as well Yes, if you did, please don't forget to leave us a rating or a review. Or um, if you really love us, um, we will really love you back if you give us both. Um, and don't forget, as always, to come and join us on social media. We are at being, Witches Being Witches on Instagram, and you can come and join our WBW Coven, which is our Facebook group. See you next time, fellow witch.
0: Thanks for listening to Witches Being Witches. Remember, happiness is the new rich. Inner peace is the new success, health is the new wealth, and kindness is a new cool. We'll see you next episode.